Hey guys and welcome to the show, I'm Justin Herney and we are not in our normal studio as you can probably tell by now but again with me today is Isaac Ludu. He is not apart from me or we are not FaceTiming like we were in the first episode. He is actually beside me and this is JNI Sports. Hello. Hello everybody. So like we said, we are not actually in our studio anymore. This according to... Well, not according. Due to circumstances out of our control, we were, we are, we will probably no longer be recording in our studio that we were using before. I should probably get a pop filter just to stop myself from popping my peas, because I have a habit of doing that. But yeah, so we're actually in my room right now, and this will probably be where we're recording all our episodes. If not, uh, in Isaac's, depending on how we do things. But yeah, just that's just how what we wanted to say. So, yeah. on with it then. Yes. All right. So let's get into our first topic, which is, of course, as custom has become apparently, uh, NHL topics. Isaac Mike Hick, hit bleh. Mike Hitchcock of the St. Louis Blues has been fired and will be replaced by his assistant coach, Yo, I think. I think you say it. It's Y-E-O. Anyway, what are your thoughts on that, Isaac? Like, considering the Blues are a playoff team, the fact that they're firing their head coach? Well, I think they've definitely been not... They haven't been doing as well lately as they usually do or as they could be. But I don't think... That I don't think their coaching is part of the problem. I think their main problem is their goaltending. Yeah, that's that's what I was just about to get into. Regardless of how you want to look at it, the Blues need to find somebody to replace Jake Allen. He's l- like a, a consistency in Dallas, I believe, isn't it? With uh, Carrie Lettinen. Yeah. Uh, the Blues, they just Jake Allen is not consistent enough for them to be successful in games. And that's a problem, because in a day and age where you pretty much require... It's the norm where goalies are... Goalies are much better nowadays than they were back like in the 60s or the 70s or the 80s. That's why Patrick Patrick Roy was so... He was so revolutionary and people like that. Because goalies were not as good as they used... Goalies are not as good as... They didn't used to be as good as they are now. But when... when so now people have... The style of play has come to rec- uh, rely heavily on a good goaltender. And if your goaltender can't be consistent, then you have a problem. And so, Isaac, who are some possible possible replacements for uh, uh, Jake Allen? Well, Justin, like it says here again on my handy-dandy chart, Ilya Brinsgalov, Kerry Ramo. And Johony Artido. And Isaac does a good job of butchering all the names like he normally does, isn't that right? You're welcome. It's okay. We think we'll, we, th- we think those people will forgive us. Anyway, I believe these people... Uh, no, Ordeo and Ramo are playing... No, Kerry uh, Ramo, uh, I think that's how you say it. I'm, I'm, I'm probably messing it up too. But he's actually playing for the Toronto Marlies right now. Or he's on a stint with them. Ilya Brzezgalov is a unrestricted free agent. And Ordeo, I believe, is playing in the SHL. Correct me if I'm wrong. Send us an email. Uh, I'll give the 
thing at the end of the podcast. Anyway, so again, I agree with Isaac in the fact that the coaching here was not the problem. So Isaac, what are your opinions on firing a coach unnecessarily? Like how is it bad for a franchise or could it potentially help them? Well, it depends. It depends what they need. Like a lot of times I think how can I put this? Coaches can get blamed a lot for yeah. making decisions that that aren't liked by the fans, even though they might be, like, good decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Just an example of that with not necessarily a coach but a GM. Everyone who was angry about Subban being traded, and look what happened. Myself included. We were... We've covered this several times. We were furious about the trade. Not to say that any of his previous trades were any good, because we pretty much dumped off a whole bunch of good players for nothing. But, yeah. well, pretty much nothing anyway. And, but look how good the Subban trade worked out. Subban is what, he got, I think he got injured, and he had, Sports Illustrated had him on track to win the Norris this year. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. But, I think that firing Mike, Mike Hitchcock was a very, very bad idea. Isaac, did you know that Mike Mike Hitchcock, I think, is fourth on the most wins all-time for a coach ever? I definitely knew that. Yeah, I think he's one win behind the person in third place, if I checked correctly. But, yeah. That's why I have a hard time believing that this was a good idea. But we will see how it pans out. Again, the Blues are a playoff team as far as winning goes. So, I think they'll be okay. Next topic, Isaac. Alright, for our next topic, on my handy-dandy chart, should there be a draft lottery? Isaac, that is too loud. You're too loud. Whatever. Anyway. So, Isaac, would you like to explain what the draft lottery is? So, pretty much what the draft lottery is, is that, are we talking NHL here? Anything. It's all pretty much the same. Okay, too bad. In the NHL, what the draft lottery is, is that I think it's like the bottom 10 or 12 teams. Yeah, in the NBA, it's 15, I know. I don't know what it is in NHL. In the NHL, I think it's 12 or something like that. Well, depending on... It used to be... I'm pretty sure it used to be, like, the draft picks went in the order that was opposite of the league standings from the previous year, but now they do it so that if you're dead last, instead of getting first pick, you, you get... You have, like, a 25% chance yeah, at the first pick. you get a better chance at the first pick, and depending on how low you are in the, like, overall in the league, that's you'll have a better chance at getting the first overall pick and second and third and so on. Yeah. So, yeah. And I know in the NBA... I, it's apparently in the NBA you use they use ping pong balls. Hmm. I'm not quite sure how that would work out with chances though. Maybe they have like different things or whatever. Yeah. Or like different machines for different picks or whatever. But I'm yeah. Basically, the draft pick is uh, the draft lottery is the league decides. You know, let's put 
these people in the top bottom twelve, and we'll shuffle it around so that the the not you don't have to be the worst in the league to get the first pick. That's basically the goal. So that's one of the pros, but that's also a con at the same time. Because if a team doesn't, if a GM doesn't think, because there's two ways a team can go that's semi-successful during the season. They can go, okay, so I'm going to try and make the playoffs as an eighth seed or whatever. Or that's how it used to be anyway. You can try and squeak into the playoffs, or you can go the other way and just tank for the rest of the year. And maybe and thanks to the draft lottery get a better pick which is why i think there shouldn't be a draft lottery but at the same time the people if there isn't a draft lottery then it really encourages tanking because that way the people who definitely who tank from the very beginning 100% get the first pick which again I don't really like the draft lottery because it skews up standings or whatever, but I I don't know how it would how it would work. But if there if there was a draft lottery, if I think that the way that the if they removed the draft lottery, they'd have to push the trade deadline back a bit, and then you could because then if you if you knew you were gonna get last that last that your pick would be worth so much if you knew you were going to get first pick. Because if you have first pick, you can pick whoever you want. Yeah. But on draft night, people are much less likely to make a trade other than for, for a pick like that other than on, an, on another day, like a few months in advance. So I say they bump the trade deadline back into March even, if it isn't there already. It's either in, I think it's in February, though. It, yeah. It's in a couple weeks from now, anyway. But... I, think, I say they bump it back a couple weeks, and then that'll give people a better prospect of which draft picks they would want to target. And, yeah. So, Isaac, what do you think, what do you think about the draft lottery? I think it's a good thing. And why would that be? Because. <laughs> Job, Isaac. You, you don't have any reasons to that. Yes. Okay, so what are some of those reasons? No, yes, I don't have any. Oh, good job. <laughs> okay, so Isaac has no reasons. Anyway, do you have any Who other... Who does have reasons? Well, I covered like three. Okay, well, next topic. Uh, let me just close. Do you have any other pros or cons of a draft lottery? Or that no. could... Okay. So, the last topic I thought is going to be... I think it's going to be kind of a fun one. Uh, who is the best athlete of all time? People always talk about who's the best athlete within each sport. It's like, it, I know I don't want to get into this debate. It's like, is it MJ or LeBron or Sidney Crosby or Gretzky or whatever? That kind of thing. Or Messi or Ronaldo, that thing. But the question we're asking is, who is the best like sports player across all sports? I think something like that is extremely difficult to measure yeah because there's so many different things to base it off of yeah i think where to start would be general athleticism and gifting like how gifted they are at their specific sport how able how how much they were able to dominate within their own sport yeah 
But again, like some sports are harder than others. Yeah, for sure. And some, yeah. It's very difficult to compare two different sports, unless like so- soccer and hockey. Again, very they're very similar. If you're just playing them, but if you actually get like if you go for a shinny game, or if you just join a soccer game in a in a park. But if you're going to play, um, if you're gonna go play hockey competitively and soccer competitively competitively you're gonna find that they're two very very different games and that's why it's very difficult to compare these two things so Isaac who are some of the potential I've I did some like serious scanning for this and narrowed it down to about I don't know maybe about seven people so who who are the finalists that I've discerned well again looking at my handy dandy chart it says right here in the last paragraph. Good job. Bo Jackson. I didn't know he was an athlete. I thought he was like a singer or something. LeBron <laughs> James. Lebron Hamez. Muhammad Ali. Michael Jordan. Jesse Owens. Yeah. Michael Phelps. Bruce Lee. And Pele Onions. That's, that's, that doesn't even say onions, Isaac. That says opinions. That. Good job. Anyway, so I watched a movie about that guy. Pele. Yeah. Yeah, there've been a few. Oh my gosh. Mm. It was on Netflix. He was a. So let's start with looking at Bo Jackson. He was the only person to ever be in the MLB All Star Game and. To, to be in both of these. He was in the MLB All-Star Game mm-hmm. and the NFL Pro Bowl. That doesn't make sense. He played the MLB and the NFL professionally. Both no. at the same time. Okay, he wins. <laughs> well, he was very good at both baseball and football, as, we, as you can tell. But I don't think that that's necessarily conclusive evidence. All... Um, looking at, uh, LeBron James, he's a kind of athlete the world has never seen. He's 6'8", listed at 250 pounds. He's, he's more around 260 or so, and his sprint speed is over 20 miles an hour. And he can, his standing reach is like 8'10 or something, and, what, his vertical is really, really tall too. I can't remember exactly what it is, but he has a really big vertical. He's a kind. He's a new breed of athlete that we've never ever seen before. It's, it's pretty crazy what he is, and again, there's the whole thing about him being pretty much, in my opinion, LeBron is the best player in the NBA right now, and I know that if anybody listens to this, somebody's gonna disagree, but in my opinion, he's the best all-around player in the NBA, despite what James Harden might say. Anyway, Isaac, who's the next person? The next person on the. Handy dandy list. Muhammad Ali. Yes, Muhammad Ali unfortunately died last year at the age of 70. I can't remember, 70 something. And um, he was the greatest boxer of all time. No no doubt about it. He, he won so many fights. I, I think he either lost one or went undefeated. I can't remember. But he was an unbelievable boxer, and he he had extremely quick reflexes. I think, have you seen that clip 
uh, where he dodges 21 punches in 10 seconds. No. Oh, it looks like it's fake, honestly, how fast he's moving. Hmm. But, yeah, he, he had reaction time, legendary reaction time. Isaac, quit getting notifications. Anyway. Uh, Michael Jordan, pretty self-explanatory. Undoubtedly the best basketball player of all time. LeBron is the best right now to me, but Michael Jordan is still much better than LeBron. Anyway. Yeah, Michael Jordan can free-throw line dunk at the height of 6'6", I believe. And probably the most dominant player in the high, entire history of basketball. Now, Jesse Owens, he played in the 1930s, was a sprinter and long jumper. And he was... he Well, he had an interesting story. He went in the Olympics and... Well, what was it? Oh, yeah, he played in the 1936 Olympics, and he, that, that wasn't, that didn't go over so well, considering Jesse Owens was black, and Hitler was in charge of Germany in 1936. <laughs> Hitler. Gosh. Yeah, so that didn't go over well. Hitler, Jesse Owens performed so well at these Olympics that I think he won four gold medals. He won gold in everything he was comp Every event he competed in. It was actually funny because Hitler said going in that white people were so much better or whatever. Which is, of course, untrue. And after the Olympics, Hitler said that people that were black, like Jesse Owens, were like physically dominant and weren't allowed to perform in any more Olympics in Germany ever again. Which, of course, was removed after Hitler was, like, killed or committed suicide. <laughs> suicide. Well, that's not very funny, but... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, who else? Michael Phelps. Uh, undoubtedly the greatest swimmer of all time. He... Got, he's got so many gold medals at the Olympics. I can't remember how many he has, but... He has a lot. And... He apparently has one of the strongest cardiovascular systems on the entire planet. Cardiovascular? Yeah, his re his resting heart rate is like 40-something beats per minute. That's dangerous, Justin. No, it isn't. He just has a very strong heart. Anyway. One more. Bruce Lee. Uh, two more, actually. Bruce Lee. Uh, Kung Fu fighter. Unfortunately died in the... Kung Fu fighting... Yeah, that's all we can say in that before we get copyright claims. Anyway, I think he died in the 70s, early 70s, sadly, but he was about five, he was not very tall, and he won a lot of fights too, and I don't actually know much about him other than the fact that he was a very skilled martial artist, but... He could hold his own for sure, and he was a very good athlete, because he could take down people that were much larger than him. And last one, Pele. Pele. I watched a movie now, about him. Yes. Now, Pele, I believe, scored, he scored like 1,270, around, I think it was 12, 1,270 goals or something, around there. Now, consider this. He, again, almost 1,300 goals, and he only played in about 1,350 matches in his entire career. 
So that's almost one goal per game in soccer or football, whatever you call it. That's many. Yes, that is a lot of goals. And in my opinion, although I believe Messi is a better player than him, he he's undoubtedly the best like goal scorer of all time and an unbelievable athlete. So I think that no one will ever match that kind of dominance again, goal scoring wise anyway. So Isaac, out of those people, based on those descriptions, who do you think wins? The first guy. Bo Jackson? Sure. Uh, again, a good choice because he, again, superstar in two sports, professionally. That's pretty difficult to match. But again, I believe that you can't, like we said at the start of this segment, you it's very difficult to compare. But I'd say that these people that I selected are probably the best athletes of all time. There's no single best athlete, or at least not so far. But I'd say these people, if anyone asked me that question, I would say those people are the best athletes of all time. So, got anything else, Isaac? Nope. Well, me neither. This has been a pretty long episode. So, if you would like to contact us, we have three, no, two social medias. It's We are on Twitter, at J.I. Sports Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, J.I. Sports Podcast there. Um, we have a website. It's http colon slash slash jisports.wixsite.com slash site. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play, or on our website. We have every episode up there as well. That is pretty much it. All stats, rosters, scores, and stories are all up to date as of February 2nd, 2017 at 4.53 p.m. Jesus. That is it. Thanks for listening. I'm Justin Ernie, and we will not say his name... Isaac Ludu. This has been JNI Sports. Thank you, and we will see you next week.